Hello. Thanks for listening to Land Grant Holy Lands Uncut. I'm Thomas Costello. Uncut's the podcast that shares with you full audio from Buckeyes press conferences featuring players and coaches. This episode's a little bit different, but it is a special episode because it features former Ohio State women's basketball All-American and current WNBA superstar Kelsey Mitchell. The guard from the Indiana Fever talks about her time at Ohio State, their current form of the 19-0 Ohio State Buckeyes, and also being honored during Monday's game between the number two Ohio State Buckeyes and the number 10 Iowa Hawkeyes. There's a lot of good information in here, not just about her time as a Buckeye, but also playing professionally, and also things about off the court, like mental health and what she's looking to do outside of basketball once she's finished playing professionally. So before we get to Kelsey, if you haven't already, subscribe to Langer and Holy Land on your favorite podcast platform. Not only will you hear current football news and coverage, but more from the women and men's basketball teams. Here's Kelsey Mitchell. Hey, Kelsey, thanks for the time. I really appreciate it. Uh, my name is Thomas. I'm with Land Grant Holy Land here. Um, how does it feel being honored by the Buckeyes during Monday's game against Iowa? Uh, um, it's kind of like a surreal feeling, honestly, because I haven't been there in a while due to like the whole like understanding how to be a professional um, at the next level. So I think I'll be it'll be a surreal moment, but it's one of those ones where it's like family is family and, and being a Buckeye and being able to have that that fan base still support me. I, I, I'm just super grateful, to be honest, man. Super grateful. Hey, Kelsey, this is um, Whitney from NBC4 here in Columbus. Um, I know you're very busy. Like you're saying, being a professional, it's definitely a, a whole thing. Um, but have you gotten to watch right. the team this year? And what what is it like to know that they're undefeated? They're doing all of these incredible things this year. Uh, I've seen, I'm always like, I follow the page as, as much as I possibly can. Um, but I think the whole 18 and 0 and just being undefeated, period. Um, it doesn't tell the whole story. I think even with being undefeated and them having success in the Big Ten, one of the best conferences in, you know, in college basketball, I think the biggest, um, the biggest part that I'm proud of is how they're handling it all. Um, you know, obviously been on been one of those teams that haven't lost and been able to to still like perform at a high level is just amazing. Um, it just goes to show, like, the work that they've obviously put in and um, and just buying into the culture and the program. So I think it's a very, really great thing to see. Hey, Kelsey, Dan Hope from 11 Warriors. Just to follow up on that, I'm sure you'll be talking to the team. Just what is maybe your advice to them about how they can keep this going? Um, I think, honestly, man, the, the, the most important thing is to – like, I'm one of those people where I – like it's it's less about me giving you advice. It's just more about knowing that they feel supported by people like, you know, the alumni, the fans and all that. So I think for me, it'll be less of advice and more in just showing that support um, and showing that, that level of care that they need to kind of keep that push that they have going right now. So I just think I'll just be an advocate for support um, and just letting them know that, you know, we, we're celebrating, you know, the successes that they had and the successes that are to come. And for you personally, you know, five years into your WNBA career now, just how do you feel like your career has gone to this point? And what are your kind of your goals going into year six? Man, I would definitely love to be an all-star, man, just to be at that 
that that tipping point where you know you compete with the best of the best to be a part of those conversations on a consistent basis. Um, that's my goal. Um, obviously, to be a part of every conversation where um, you got to talk about you know tip for tat the best um, in the league and being able to perform that way. Um, it's, it's been it's been a long time coming. I, I made strides every year um, on and off the floor, and I think the biggest part for me is to understand that my journey is mine and it don't belong to nobody else. So. Um, as long as I stay focused on my end goals and what's important for me, I think I think my goals will happen. I know you know you all as a team probably haven't had the success that you want. Do you feel like things are headed in the right direction here for you you all to be able to take a step forward this year? Man, I honestly hope so. Uh, it, like I said, when it hasn't been 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 in favor for me and been a pro, so I think. Uh, right now, it's just about focusing on who's coming in. Uh, we've had a constant change in leadership um, with the fever. And so I think for me, it's just about finding that balance and finding that that stance of, like, good character and culture for our team because we have so many rookies, man. And sometimes it just get, it gets it gets tough about where the vision is. And I think as long as we all buy in, I think we've got a chance. Hey, Kelsey, Rob Oliver, Columbus Dispatch. You talked about uh, everyone has their own journey, and I think your journey. Did you get your sports administration? Do you have that yet? Your uh, master's? Yeah, I got my I got my master's from the University of Cincinnati during COVID, so I got it in twenty twenty. Right, and I think I read something that you said it provided you some perspective. I'm just trying to get a feel on that. You kind of uh, are giving back now, and really want to kind of be a role model. And I just wonder how that works with, like, when you were at Ohio State, it was all about kind of take, 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 take shots, take it to the rim. Uh, sports can be selfish. And now you're kind of maybe looking the other side of that. Is is that fair? I mean, what do you want to, what do you want to achieve? Like, what's your long-term goal maybe away from the court? Uh, for me, man, it's, it's, it's about making sure I'm giving back to the future generations. Um, I think I put myself in a decent position to kind of like make sure that we can provide as much as we can. Um, as we trans as I transition out the league, I it's, it, I mean, future the future is what's important. I think um, having that degree and going to school and having the ability to kind of give back, um, it just, just goes to show that I I, I want to be for the future, and I think future generations need us need us as much as we possibly can. And I think for me, it's just about that transition now is just making sure that they got all the resources that they need. Is that something that's come to you fairly recently? Is it, is it hard to have that perspective? Let's say when you're 18 years old uh, and you're, you know, in college, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. It's all about you. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's, it's, it's completely different. Yeah. It's, it's completely different. Uh, I think one of the biggest parts about it all has been out been to recognize like where you started and the growth that you made over time. And I think for me, um, a combination of being at having a lot of lows and like in that pros part and just not winning and understanding, understanding like why you're doing it and why, like what, what's supposed to come out of it. So being able to like kind of grow has shown me, um, a lot, and I think at 18, I don't think I would ever saw where I'm where I am now in my in my view, my my vision for stuff now. Hey Kelsey, there are a couple of players on the Buckeyes who've expressed publicly they want to go professional. 
uh, what would you kind of say to a player like a, a Taylor Mike Sell or somebody who's said that out loud about playing professionally in the WNBA or abroad? Um, if I could say anything to him, I think it would be run your own race, obviously. And, you know, whatever work and craft that you, you know, you, you obey by and you abide by. And up until this point, I would say continue to do it. Um, there's nothing like, you know, tapping into your craft and sharpening your iron every day um, on a consistent basis. And I would just say whatever they do now, continue to tap into that and stay true, stay true to who they are. And then also, this is a part of the uh, Maria's talk about a collaboration between the WNBA and w, uh, NCAA. Uh, what would you kind of say to OSU women's basketball fans who maybe don't watch the WNBA? What would you say to them about getting into the product, watching the league, watching the Fever, or anybody else? I would say I would say telling them that the future is bright for where women's basketball is headed. Um, and if you're not watch, if you haven't been watching, you better start because. Um, there's going to be a, a, a switch that gets flipped for the game in women's basketball and where it's going in the athleticism you see in college nowadays. And even us currently, the ones that are currently in the league, um, it just goes to show how how good good the basketball is and how legit the players are. Um, we have a lot of time. It's a lot of talent in the league. And I think um, you get into that whole thing about, you know, men or women. I think it's less about the gender, just more about the quality of basketball. And I think, the women's side of things plays it well. Um, I think we have so much athleticism and so much uniqueness to the game that um, if I could tell the fans that, I think that's important to know that our game is uniquely I mean, it's uniquely fun. And I think that um, obviously we don't dunk as much or not at all, but I think we had a different form of respect to the game. And I think it's something people need to see. And also you, uh, another professional layer, you played for Athletes Unlimited last year. You left for a USA basketball camp. Now you're back this year. What are you kind of feeling about playing a full season of AU? And why do you like it so much? Uh, athletes, you said AU, right? Yeah. Athletes Unlimited, man, it's, it's, a, it's a unique league, man. It's one of those things, like I said, it's that transition of women's basketball, where it's going. Um, to be able to play domestically without going abroad, it's it's a big deal for a lot of us. Um, me specifically, um, overseas hasn't always been, you know, the greatest experience, but it's taught me a lot. And to be able to play here domestically and still make a little money financially, um, to be prepared for the season, it just goes to show, um, the wheels that are constantly turning. That that future aspect that I was telling you about and how we tap into the future of the, of the basketball on the women's side, I think it just goes to show how how much we have and how much we're worth and to domestically play. Um, and it's, it's a big deal for us. And then my last question, uh, I know you got injured late in the WNBA season last year. How are you doing just in general? Oh um, man, I feel real good. Uh, I actually forget that I, the injury even happened. Um, <laughs> only part I remember is like been in a cast for like a month and a half. So that was tough. But other than that, um, I think my recovery went well. My rehab went really well. And, um, I've been playing full throttle for the last, like, two months, so I feel really good about when that is. Awesome. Congrats. Thank you. Thanks for having me. 
I think the uh, Fever have five picks in this year's draft. Yeah. How much would you like to see one of those picks be a Buckeye? Man, that would be great. Um, I'm a Buckeye for life, so I'm an advocate for uh, any 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 athlete that comes from Ohio State University. Um, I've tapped into a little bit of the wrestling, baseball, basketball on the men's side, of course the women's side, like football. So I'm an advocate to see one of our own be in that draft for sure. Kelsey, you mentioned that you haven't been back in a while. So just how excited are you to be back in that arena, to step on that court? And this is a big game. I mean, just how excited yeah. are you for that that energy that's going to be there um, tomorrow night? Um, I think, I think honestly, if I had to say, uh, Whitney, I'd just say how, how grateful I'd be to be a part of that atmosphere, um, at this junction, at this, at this part of my career, um, but being a Buckeye means a lot to me and to know that, um, the university wants me back and to be in support of the ladies, um, this goes to show that, that relationship and that bond that was built over, over years and even years to come. So I'm just, I'm just very, very happy to be a part of it. I'm very grateful to be a part of it. Thanks so much. We're excited to see you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Kelsey, I always ask the NBA guys about this when they transition from, you know, college to NBA. What was the wake up call? If you can go back, you know, five years, the the change, what, what hit you in the face? What was easier? What was harder uh, about that, that move? Uh, I would say it was less about the physical. It was just about mentally understanding how to be a pro. Uh, you go from playing college basketball, and then like a, a month later, you're in the WBA. And then three months later, I go overseas and do that for another six and seven months. Um, it's just that that continuous schedule of learning how to be a professional and figure out what, figuring out what, what works for you. Uh, your journey is not everybody else's. And so a lot of times people on the outside looking and think everything's supposed to be the same for every player. It's impossible. Um, I think individually, professionally, you have to figure out what works for you, um, what your style is and understanding how you fit into the game and how to be a professional. So I think that was the hardest part for me. What did you have to, how did you do that? What was, what was your journey? It is time. It's time. It's experience. Um, I honestly can't explain it to you. It's one of those things where you got to be a part of it. And everybody plays judgment and criticism on how to be a professional and how to train and how to, like, you know, just kind of, like, go about what other players is doing and try to put that stigma on everybody. And it's impossible, man. And I think the one of the things I learned was just getting the experience of it all. Uh, from year one to year two, year two to year three, is just everything was different. And I think going from one country to another country to play overseas basketball, um, then to come back and try to like transition back to the WBA is just one of those things where it's just a lot of experience, a lot of experience and time. And uh, last thing for me, hopefully, uh, is you know, you're undefeated when you're Ohio State. Like, how hard is that to do? What What's the challenge to doing that? Is it just that you just don't feel it one game, and but you still have to suck it up and play? I mean, it's not just a talent thing. It's got to be it's got to be a challenge because with every win, the pressure amps up just a little bit. What gets in the way of, of winning streaks? Uh, I think honestly, man, it's based on culture and character. 
Uh, it's nothing like obviously not having feeling the best or mentally on the floor, off the floor, being there and being present in the moment. But it's nothing like it's it's also nothing like having good culture and good people around you to kind of pick you up. Um, if you're not feeling it and if things are not going well for you individually, um, I think good culture and good character makes for that. And I think that based on how things have been going for the ladies this year, I think they've established a really good culture to kind of keep themselves humming in the right direction, um, good, better, and different. I lied. I have one more. Uh, your support system, how important is it in the WNBA? I know when you were in Columbus, your dad, your sister, uh, other some a few other people, but once you become a pro, you're kind of out there on an island a little bit. Did you still tap into the same uh, support system, or do you have to kind of rely on yourself a little more? Uh, I would say you rely on yourself a, a, a lot more. Um, when you make when you making them flights and them trips by yourself abroad and doing stuff kind of on your own, um, and you know, the service get whack. Uh, the Wi-Fi don't work and all that kind of stuff. You just kind of, you tap into who you're trying to figure out. Try, you tap in to figure out who you are mentally. Um, at the end of the day, it's you versus you. So I think once you establish that self-esteem and that self-care for yourself, um, that's a part of understanding how to be a professional um, and understanding how to go about staying sane, even when it's tough. So I think you tap into a little bit more of who you are and become a little bit more selfish about what's important for you. It sounds like you, when you're, when you grow up like you did and you're playing and you, you know, you're, you're scoring at Ohio state and the whole thing that can become your identity. It sounds to me like some of your perspective is you're able to separate the professional basketball player from the person may be better than it used to. And, and that sounds healthy. Man, nothing like that. It, honestly, I can't lie to you, man. Ain't nothing like having a, a healthy mindset to be able to physically compete. You got to be okay with where you are mentally to be able to step on the floor physically. And I think the older I've gotten is the more I've understand. I've become at peace with what my journey is going to be. And once you become at peace with who you are, I think life's a little bit better. <laughs>